What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of Ask Assist P. So my name is Ryan Williams. Uh, I like to answer people's questions. Uh, this podcast is slightly evolving, right? So it used to be me talking to an echo chamber. But for the second week in a row, I have a, a special guest. So I have uh, Mr. James Carroll III on the show. Uh, if you could just give us a, a quick little uh, intro, who you are and what, what you really do. All right. Thanks, Ryan, for having me. Uh, my name is James. Uh, as Ryan stated, I'm James Carroll III. Um, I am currently on a extended vacation right now, um, but I, I do come from a background of working in um, the oil and gas industry. Um, also, have a background in working in security, um, public and private sector. And uh, right now, the uh, the pursuit is to break into cybersecurity. So, uh, uh, hopefully, I can share some information and give a little insight into myself to kind of help everyone get to know who I am. And again, Ryan, thank you for, you know, providing a platform to just kind of talk and, and, and discuss and ask questions and, and, uh, and just exchange feedback. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'm glad to have you on the show. Uh, like I said, th- this is currently evolving, right? So this is a companion show to the other side of the firewall where we, you know, talk about the uh, latest and greatest of cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who've made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall or that that glass ceiling, right? Uh, this show, on the other hand, uh, we, or I should say, I wanted to um, answer people's questions. I know a lot of people are trying to break into cyber. Uh, it's an ever-growing field. There's more than a million vacancies, so they uh, they say, for uh, the need for more cybersecurity professionals. And, uh, you know, I, I want to hear where people are at on their journey and then, uh, you know, answer questions on, uh, or what they might want to pursue or at least help them to find connections and network, right? Uh, because it's, it, again, it's very broad and uh, we need as many people as we can get. So uh, I actually... Uh, received a recommendation to have you on the show from uh tish so <laughs> this was on last week yeah. uh, very, very uh <clears throat> high energy very passionate about cybersecurity. uh she's now trying to break in as well and uh as soon as i posted a video she was like you should talk to uh james and she tagged you and i was like yeah i saw that yeah, right, yeah. Right, let, me, let me look at his profile real quick and then when i looked at it i saw geoscience and so i saw you're you're taking uh uh, what seemed to be a pretty big pivot from from a sector I have no clue how it works in the cybersecurity. So I was like, I think I asked you the question, like how how do the two tie to one another? Yeah. And now here here we are. So uh, if you can just give me and the audience, uh, you know, both video and audio, uh, kind of a uh, uh, your journey, right? How would you go from one to the other? Okay. So wow. It, it... <clears throat> You know, and, and, and just looking back, just in my mind right now, just like I'm just, I'm still kind of in a place of like, wow. But um, so I graduated. I, I'll, I'll start back at the, the point of college. I, I, I graduated from Preview A&M with a degree in information systems. And just to be a little transparent, um, I'd gotten a degree in information systems, but I wasn't very confident at the time, uh, you know, in my GPA and, and, and just how I felt and and how much I felt I, I didn't know at the time. And so I earned that degree. However, I pursued doing other things. Um, I was an assistant manager. Um, I was a camp counselor. I was all these other things. And instead of just, you know, having the courage to just put myself out there in the IT space, 
I pursued other things. And so um, eventually I found myself working for the federal government as a contractor. And that's where I got exposed to security. I got exposed to physical security, personnel security, product security. Um, I was I was working as a CCTV operator. And so I did that for a few years and um, thought, wow, this is this is comfortable. This is you know, this is good. I'm you know, this is this is working out okay. But an opportunity while I was there came about where I met someone who knew someone who worked in oil and gas. So that's where my transition from the security space into the oil and gas space began to began to occur. And so um, I'm from Fort Worth, by the way, and so I was always a fan of downtown Fort Worth. I would hang out there. Um, I would always imagine myself working down there, not knowing what I was going to do, but I just wanted to be in downtown Fort Worth. And so as it would turn out, the person that I knew who worked at the federal facility where I was knew someone who worked in downtown. And so I submitted my resume, um, interviewed, and landed a job working as a security officer in the oil and get for this oil and gas company. And so that was my that was my that was my segue into oil and gas. However, there was still that security component attached. Um, from there, um, I learned these other aspects of security. Um, unarmed, of course. And so, you know, it was um, how to engage and interact with executives and, and ad admins and uh, just, you know, different employees and things of that nature. And so I did that for about um, two years working in the security portion. And then uh, there was a there was a merger that took place. A larger company acquired us, and at that point, what I was doing was going to, for lack of a better expression, was going to become obsolete. And so, I had the good fortune of striking up a relationship with one of the, with one of the VPs who worked in geology. So, I actually interviewed for a position while still in my security uniform and I was hired on the spot and out of the goodness and the graciousness of the VP I was I was you know able to get a raise and you know start this start this journey into a field that I had no prior knowledge of so you know it was like you know let's 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 just try and see what happens and thankfully he took a chance on me brought me in and um, I began to learn a lot of the different functions and tools and processes on the job. And so that's how I transitioned from security into, into the geology space. Now, um, some may wonder, okay, well, what is, you know, what is geoscience? What is, you know, what is geology? Right. So that's not my background. Um, but, uh, let me, let me properly, you know, let me properly give, you know, what, you know, what geoscience is. So geoscience basically 
is all of your all your natural sciences, all of your sciences that have to do with the study of the earth. Um, it could be your 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 earth science, your environmental science. Um, it could be geology. So you have all these different sciences that have to do with the interaction and the study and the behavior of all things that have happened and occurred or currently occurring on on the earth. So that's 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 it in a in a in a nutshell. Um, but like I said, a lot of a lot of what I was doing, um, I learned it on the job. And so I spent uh I spent about twelve years uh in that world. And then as of last year, um began my what I call my extended vacation. <laughs> uh well I guess she took a huge hit with uh with, with COVID and, and, and everything. Right. As as we all did in some way, shape, or form. Everyone took a big hit. And so um during that time off, uh it was the, the question became, okay, what am I gonna do now? I'm no longer working in oil and gas. Um what am I gonna do? And so I knew that I needed to educate myself again. I needed I needed to do something productive with my time. And so um, I came across information for a boot camp. It was a cybersecurity boot camp um, through the University of Texas at Austin. And so it really piqued my interest because, again, I'm coming from this world of security, not necessarily cybersecurity, but I'm coming from this right. world of security. And I've had different exposures. I have diff I've had different flavors of security. But... I was always intrigued by computers as well. Now this might age me a little bit, but I still remember the first computer, the first computer class that I went to when I was in elementary school. And I remember like the the, the console itself. Now, I don't know if you'll I don't know if you'll remember this, Ryan, but um it was the Radio Shack TRS eighty. I'll let you I'll let you Google that if you've never seen that okay. before. I'll I'll let you Google it. Radio Shack TRS eight. The TRS eighty, TRS eighty, TRS eighty. I want to see. I want to think. Did I see one in real life? It might be. In a, I'm sure it's in a museum somewhere. <laughs> the Smithsonian or, showing, or something. I'm sure. I'm sure. But uh, you know, I was I was always intrigued by computers. We didn't we didn't grow up with a computer in the house. So my, the only time that that I had was at school. Okay. Um, and that's from elementary on up through you know through high school. There wasn't any computer in the home, but there was. Was, uh, uh, at the school, so there was all that always that intrigue, and then of course, as I began working, you know, of course, that's time to spend on the computers and things like that. So anyway, fast forward uh, to to the boot camp. Um, that's where um, I began to get, you know, that fire hose exposure to all mm -hmm. things cybersecurity, um, the different tools. Um, the different certifications, the different uh, career opportunities, and, and and things like that. Like, I had no idea. I knew I knew that IT in and of itself was massive, but I didn't know that cybersecurity. Right. Yeah, cybersecurity, it's, it, it's for, forever expanding. Forever <laughs> expanding. But um, so I spent I spent the next six months from. December of 2020 to June of 21, um, attending the boot camp and just trying to educate myself and and, and prepare myself and just 
soak up as much as I could because like I said, it was a it was a fire hose exposure. Um aside from that, um I began to use my LinkedIn a lot more. I mean it was it was encouraged and and so I began to use it more and I began to kind of reach out and connect with people and and, and meet people and look at some of the things that they were doing and so I'm doing all these things that I probably wouldn't have done had I not been, you know, um, had I not become unemployed. Had I still been working in oil and gas and, and, and right. been comfortable, I probably wouldn't have been doing a lot of the things that I'm doing now. But I'm so thankful in that regard. I think sometimes we have to be pushed out of we have to be pushed out of a situation that's comfortable. Right. Because if we stay where it's comfortable, then it's not gonna compel us to do other things or try other things so it's like i'm so i'm so thankful for my journey as as weird and as unconventional and as twisting as it has been um but i, I hope I, I hope i addressed yeah like kind of De- what you definitely. wanted to know and everything yeah definitely so you, i mean your your story uh is, is very unique i mean it, it's still uh, captures a lot of people are coming from all over the place, right? So like when we talked to uh, Tish uh, last week, she's coming from, uh, uh, she was, uh, you know- Airlines. Airlines, like, so pilot, flight attendant, like all of <clears> them. <throat> and then she made that pivot into cybersecurity. Uh, so I've, I've been IT my entire uh, military career, but at one point uh, I was thinking about uh, doing something different, right? So my my undergrad, so my associates is in uh, IT, my undergrad, is in uh, social psychology, so totally pivot, right? And then I I, uh, I lucked up and I received a job doing something in cybersecurity and it kept me in. And then I made that hard pivot back. So now my, my graduates in cybersecurity information insurance, uh, you know, with, with certifications and what have you. So uh, if anything, uh, I think it, it you bring something unique to the table, right? Uh, in, in having life experience, like if people come out straight out of college, like their, their focus is, is on uh, nothing but cyber was not knocking them. There's nothing wrong with that, right, uh, right. but they have a, a, a laser beam focus sometimes uh, mm-hmm. when you have people like when I was talking to Tish, like, Hey, you, you have been trained to deal with situations that no one has been trained to deal with. Right. You know, you're, you're metal tube, 30,000 feet in the air, something goes wrong. Like it gives you a unique perspective. You're probably also really calm under pressure. <laughs> right. So oh, yeah. Things you can do, right? And in yeah. your case, uh, like you said, you already had an IT background, uh, but then you went into uh, security, CCTV, and all that good stuff. Uh, and that, all that still ties back into cyber. Like there, there's a um, uh, you know, security manager that deals with a lot of that type of uh, stuff. Like physical security comes first because it doesn't matter how, how protected your network is. If you don't have ballards up or some kind of uh, perimeter, I'm, I'm driving mm. straight in that thing. Mm. <laughs> right. Your yep. server, your ATM, whatever, uh, without the proper physical security. So they, you have something unique you can bring to the uh, the table as well. And then just having the uh, the, the passion. Uh, so like you said, uh, you know, things change for you. You had to get out of your comfort zone. Uh, and that's that's growth. So, you know, you 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 uh, latch on to something that really interests you and it kind of come in full circle. So now you're coming back into technology absolutely and i think i think the other thing that i want to add too is that same that's that that lack of confidence that i touched on in the beginning when i when i graduated with my degree from undergrad many many moons ago i think it's i think it's the opposite now and it touches on that full circle because 
having having endured the boot camp and having had having all the exposure that I gained from that and then making you know making the connections and building the network that I now have and just communicating with people that I haven't even met before and to get the support from them on different things that I've done or I've completed or or you know things of that nature like it's it's built my confidence and I think I think that confidence is still it's still growing one of the things that I I really appreciate what I really appreciate what and I'm a huge fan of in this cybersecurity space is the support like this community like I didn't know this community existed um granted no no family is no family is perfect right right but this this cybersecurity space is it's been really eye opening like to 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 feel that energy and support from total strangers like it's 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 been immense and it's been it's been powerful and it's and it's it's increased it's increasing my confidence right no no doubt so yeah like uh the reason that i, I kind of started the podcast so i it's our timelines almost sync up, right? So uh, I'm currently overseas. Uh, I got here in November of last year. So it's been a year now. And I started the podcast because uh, in the military, we're very diverse. Like you're going to see a lot of people, a lot of different situations, and you get lots and lots of experience and things that are vastly different. And then I started looking at, so what I'm going to do when I transition back in the civilian side, I want to do cybersecurity, right? So I started looking into it and I started seeing the numbers and I'm like, oh, it's not, it's not very diverse. <laughs> it's not, there isn't, there's a lot of opportunity, but there, there are some, some, uh, like you said, it's not perfect, right? So there are some gatekeepers, like, uh, they, they do ask you for experience, um, and things of that nature that outstrips, uh, uh, reality sometimes. So they are like, Hey, we want you to have like five years of experience before you take this entry-level job. Well, you know, how did I get that? <laughs> I had, yeah. had to get at your level job first, right? Like, yeah. so a lot of that stuff doesn't make sense. And it's starting to work itself out uh, only because you have huge initiatives coming from, like you said, you you uh, received a boot camp uh, where you're at and those are starting to spring up all over the place. Like there's a, a huge demand from the industry to get more people in the pipe because there's just not enough people, like just period. So you'll start to see some of that stuff start to slip away. Um, even though they may say it, you still should apply anyway uh, because they're not going to be able to find that person. Like it doesn't even make logical sense. Right. Um, yeah. But uh, with all that being said, I think you you definitely bring a unique perspective. We were already connected um, before uh, Tish uh, recommended you because she recommended you, and I was like, I know that name. Uh, mm-hmm. and I to click to connect with you, and I was like, I'm already connected. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So every every everything worked out. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely glad to have you on the show. Uh, but just like I said, Tish, so I, I've, I've spent a good majority of time asking you questions. So what, what questions do you have for me? Okay. So, um, I guess the one question that comes to mind is simple question. Like what, what book or books are you reading right now that kind of keep you motivated, that kind of keep you, help you to kind of stay on the pulse of of the things that you're, that you're focusing on or just on the, on the industry, like in general. Gotcha. So I get it from multiple, multiple different arenas, right? So for the show, I like to keep it as um, uh, timely as possible. So I'm always 
every week I'm digging in the articles. I'm trying to see what what's the latest, like what happened, what kind of breaches. And I try to have variety, right? So I don't want to talk about the same, like we know the same companies, which I, I don't like naming uh, every week, have the same problems with either diversity or they have the same problems with, with uh, uh, breaches and things of that nature. So I'm looking for something else, right? I'm trying to always see like, what does the future hold? What is something different that's happening uh, in the political arena, like what is happening? And I always try to find articles uh, that deal with people who look like us, right? Like what, what is the industry doing about us only being uh, 9% uh, of the, uh, the, uh, the community? Or um, uh, this week we talked with uh, uh, Aisha Hollins about uh, a article basically saying like, stop calling us unicorns. Like it was like 25% of cyber is uh, female, stop calling us unicorns because unicorns don't exist. Like, like, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're, 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 you're doing the opposite. Like you think you're putting us on the pedestal and making it like saying that like, we stand out, but she was like, we're already here. Like, so, you know I mean? Come up with a different uh, naming convention or, or what have you. So I always like to stay um, relevant on the show. And then when it comes to my own uh, training, so a, well, once you start to uh, rank in the, the certifications, I warn you now, you you got to stay up on it because it, you, you have to pay the bill. Either it's going to be a tax of your time or it's going to be an actual bill <laughs> to stay certified in something. So like with um, my PMP, it's, it's coming time. Like I'm, I'm cranking through um, different project management. Uh, uh, what are they called? Um, like not audio files, but like podcasts and things of that nature. I'm, I'm digging through uh, training material. I'm trying to work on my green belt. Um, not because necessarily I need it, because uh, it's a different, right? So uh, PMPs through PMI, uh, Greenbelt's through uh, CPI, but those count towards my PM- PMP uh, credits. So why not kill two birds with one stone, learn something new and, you know, m- maintain my certification. Same thing with CISP. That's due uh, 2023 and I've been slacking. Like, so I'm, I've been, you know, consistently raking in, uh, you know, knowledge, but it's not documented. So I got to go back through and figure out like, what did I, what, what did I learn and what I can I tie it to? Uh, Cause you got to pay that tax. Um, and now I'm moving towards cloud because uh, cloud is my biggest blind spot. So I, I've been doing IT for almost 20 years uh, on the networking side. So network infrastructure is my bread and butter. Um, that's what the air force paid me to do uh, and continues to pay, pay me to do. And then before I moved over to cybersecurity, which I, I currently do. Um, so I have all the physical stuff, all the on-premise stuff, but lo and behold, everybody's moving to the cloud. Everybody's moving to the, the cloud. cloud yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what, what do I know about the cloud and how can I get to a point where I know enough that I can secure it? So that's my next project, right? And that's just something that keeps me interested because a lot of it is similar, but a lot of it is different, right? So I think it's just having that healthy mix. Like, you see people who stay down one lane and become experts of it, which is great. Um, the military has kind of um, taught me to be a jack-of-all-trades. Like uh, I'll never be, you know, a, a quote unquote expert in like have like 15 degrees in just this one subject um, because I don't like to put all my eggs in one basket and I, I, I will get bored. So, you know what I mean? Like what are, what are these other technologies that I know something of, but you know what I mean? still a blind spot for me because at the end of the day, you don't know what is going to be available to you. Um, so it's good to ha- be able to speak intelligently to a bunch of different categories of tech and cyber. So, yeah, because it's, I mean, it's, I mean, what I, what I've learned is just, again, like how immense the cybersecurity space is, how 
I mean, there's like infinite, there's like infinite numbers of disciplines within the space. And like for me, you know, right now I'm focusing on, I'm focusing on the cloud. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to relate to the cloud. I'm trying to understand it. So I'm doing some studying, things of that nature, um, primarily on the Amazon, Amazon platform. Okay. But um, like there's so many other things that I'm interested in as well. Like I'm trying to focus on cloud, but you know, there's still other things that, that interest me as well. Like, especially like digital forensics. Right. And there's so many different things that you can do with digital forensics. There's so many areas that you can focus in. Um, and it just, it can really feed your curiosity. If you're curious about something, you'll, you'll research and figure out how it, how it works. Where, where can I get this data from? Um, what, you know, what open source intelligence can I gather? Like, you know, what can I do? What other tools are out there that I can leverage? I think that's the beauty. I think that's another beauty of, um, cyber and IT as well is like if you can if you can stay in a place where you're willing to learn and it be an ongoing thing like you're you're in the right place and I think that's what really draws me to it like I have so many LinkedIn learning courses that I have saved like last year I wasn't doing this I like it's it's you know, it's it, it's amazing. It's amazing. But with that being said, you know, it's one thing for us to 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 collect certs and 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 save all these different courses. But it's another thing to really just you know focus in and like practice them, implement them, and 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 use them. Right. You know. So I think, like, I think for me, that's that's one of the things too. It's, because, for example, when I took the Security Plus, and I failed it the first time, but I passed the, it the second time, immediately I, I was excited. But then somewhere in there later on, I began to realize, wow, I realized how much more I still didn't know. It, granted, I passed the exam, but there was this thought of, wow, I still have, I still have a long ways right. to go. In my respect, I think it'll forever be that case, and I'm okay with that because I can always learn something. There's like there's there's always something to be learned. Technology is going to evolve. Your your types of attacks are going to evolve as technology um, evolves, which means you can only, you know, you can only try to keep learning and stay abreast of what's going on. Um, so my goal is to just be good about doing that yeah yeah just just stay stay passionate or at least go down lanes that you're passionate about right like so mm-hmm. people will chase a certain cert because it pays well but i mean that's, that's that's great and all but if you're not passionate about it uh when people speak to you they'll be able to tell you know what yeah. I mean? like uh there's certain stuff that um uh for whatever reason like i i'm always interested in compliance compliance and uh uh governance and that's the most boring stuff on the planet I don't know what it is, but I'm just like, uh, whenever I learn about a, a new um, uh, framework that's being dropped or an update to like uh, uh, to the FISMA or the NIST uh, uh, frameworks, I, 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 I read about it. And it's stuff that will put you to sleep. But uh, if it comes up in conversation, like it's something I'm passionate about. Like, oh, can we talk about this? Like um, at one point I was pursuing forensics. So, you know, I got my CEH. 
Um, and then I was looking at getting uh, GCFA, which I'm still thinking about doing. I, I looked down at the books. <laughs> um, still working on it, but there's a lot of material, right? Uh, so I, I would say don't put too much on your plate because then you'll you'll be all over the place, right? Like, so for me, I try to keep it down to, to two or three things that I'm pursuing um, max, and then I map out a goal. So like, uh, I, I meant to do it this week because this was a long weekend. I did not do it. Uh, so I have to do it next weekend. But what are my 2022 goals? Um, and not just, uh, you know, I want to get this, I want to get that, but when do I want to get it by? So I actually have like a roadmap, right? So we, we call them SMART goals. Uh, I'm sure other people use it as well, right? So specific, measurable, attainable, uh, realistic, and time-bound. So what are those goals that I want to pursue? Like, what do I want to get before uh, next May? You know, what do I want to get before the end of next year? So like the last one on my list for this year is to get uh, Azure uh, Cloud Fundamentals. So I only have so much more time left to, to knock that one out. And then once I do that, you know, what is my next step? Like, am I going to pursue the next, you know, Microsoft Cloud Service? Do I want to pivot to, um, to you know, AWS? and, you know, learn how they do business. Um, but you don't want to do too much. Too I have much. a huge list of things that I want, but I'm just like, which one, which, which two of these? <laughs> my right. Um, Pick something, hone in on it for a little bit, you know, yeah. get, get, get familiar with it, get acclimated with it. And then once, once you arrive at that, at that level, yeah. then you can afford yourself to, you know, to, you know, include something else. Right, like right exactly. now for me, like the, the main thing that I'm really, that I'm really honed in on is, is, is AWS right now. Like my goal is to, is to take the, uh, the CCP by the end of the year. And I'm giving my, I'm probably, I'm probably giving myself more time than what I should, but that's my target is, is end of the year CCP. It, it probably shouldn't take that long. It should probably take like another couple of weeks or so, but I'm giving myself the end of the year to, 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 to take that, to take that uh, exam and and earn that certification. Yeah, definitely. There's just so many, because there's just so many different like facets to it. So. Right. Right. And then as you know, getting the the experience, so there's a lot of labbing up that you can do. Um, Because at the end of the day, like barring uh, degree and certification, because we, we, I don't know if you, if you look on, LinkedIn doesn't do it too much, but like uh, Twitter, I mean, Twitter is rough. Everybody is always battling about, you know, what's, my degree is better than your certification versus your experience, yada, yada, yada. That experience is king. Experience is what gets your foot in the door. Uh, all the other stuff comes after experience. So like after you pursue it or while you're pursuing it, uh, if you can get your hands on real gear, you know, do that. But if not, then simulate it, lab it up. Um because that's what they're going to ask you about when in, in the interview, like, well, how much experience do you have with this? Cause they want to know how much OJT they need to give you once you get your foot in the door. Cause they, ultimately they're going to give you some kind of on job training. Um, that's just the way these, these things work, right? Every company is slightly different. They do things slightly different. Um, I mean, I, I worked for McDonald's, Burger King and Wendy's, right? They're all, they were all different when I was in the high school, <laughs> like, like, yeah, you still put the patty on the, on the grill. Right. But we all have different procedures on how we do it. Um, and it's the same thing comes with, with tech, like every company's going to do it slightly differently, but the more you can bring to the table, you know, like with your life experience, as well as like, okay, 
uh, I've pivoted higher into this and I have the certification, but I also have hours working with, you know, cloud or what have you. Uh, and I can, t- I can speak to it. Like, and they can tell in the interview how passionate you are about it. So to that point, I, w- I know what I want to ask you. Um, when you were, when you were, when you were starting out your career in IT and cybersecurity, mm-hmm. how much time would you say you spent um, labbing? So uh, a little bit of a, a, a I guess, a, a difference. So again, the military gives you a, a lot of latitude. So um, when we go through our technical training, they were hands-on gear. So I had seven months to get through um, not knowing anything about networks to learning uh, basic hardware and putting my hands on it, building PCs and all that good stuff, configuring switches and routers, uh, learning subnetting. Uh, and I used to be a computer science major way, way back in the day. Uh, and I dropped out. So, <laughs> so math, math is not my strong point, but I can subnet. <laughs> Um, and then actually like there, there was a capstone right at the end, like we need, you have to build a config, build and configure a network from scratch to include telephones, PCs, uh, networking, sending traffic, all that stuff. So it's a little bit different, right? Uh, and, and anybody else in the, in the real world would have much more time than seven months to learn how to, to do it from scratch. But again, it, it, you know, it's, it's the benefit of, um, department of defense. Like they want you to be able to do, uh, everything. And we only have a finite, finite amount of time to do it, but we have plenty of money and bodies to throw at it. <laughs> so uh, we'll get you through. If we don't get you through, we'll get you another job. We'll get some else through. So, um, so for, for me, um, the hardest part, cause I, I was always good with like, so I, I don't know our, our age difference uh, cause you look younger than me, but, <laughs> but I, the PC I, I, you're talking I, about, I did not have. So I had an Apple I don't, TV. I don't, I, Look, I don't look. I don't know if it's a good idea to to make my age public. I don't know. I don't want to go yeah, through the whole age discrimination thing. Like, yeah, I know, yeah. I know you and I would be good, but for anyone who might watch it, be like, oh no, he's too old. Oh, we can't now. I don't want to give the name. Saying right, right, black don't crack. So, <laughs> me, it was Apple IIe, right? So my aunt had an Apple IIe. She was a school teacher. I used to go over there and play Cameron San Diego on the big floppy disk. And uh, when it was big not acting, right, yeah, when it was not acting right, she would let me take it apart and tinker with it. Um, Cause she had, she had a bunch of, you know, um, uh, spare PCs and what have you. So I already kind of had that in me. Uh, but when it came to the networking and subnetting and all that stuff, that was all brand new to me. Um, so it, it took me a while to get there, but just like you, um, when I was done, I didn't feel like I could do it, but I didn't feel as confident as I felt I should feel. So I went back to the place. Right. So that's how I pursued, um, uh, CCNA because I, I had a, a, a coworker who had his CCNA when I arrived on station, uh, my first duty station, and he was super sharp. So I was like, I want to be like him. I want to I want to be able to do what he does. Uh, so I started pursuing the CCNA, and then that helped me to build and to learn the things that I thought I had gaps on, and then I felt more confident because I didn't just have a CCNA. I felt like I was a CCNA. If that makes sense, I think that's a, a lot of people. Like you might get the certification, but you're like, but I don't have the the experience time and experience on it but I, ha- I have the knowledge of it and it's just a matter about filling those gaps in um i think i think maybe i think maybe having a sense of feeling like you could truly own what you yes truly own what you learned and, and things like that yeah and like i was telling tish it, it breaking it when you break something <clears throat> and then you have to fix it like that's when you get the, the most confidence in, in my opinion anyway 
I've taken a couple network, a couple production networks down. Yes, yeah, I, I saw, I saw that, <laughs> I, I saw that interview. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was hilarious. And it builds, it builds confidence though. Like uh, obviously, I, I have the latitude to do that. So don't, if you're out there, don't, don't do that <laughs> if you can help it. But at some point, you're going to do it. It's going to happen, regardless if you're in configuration management, you're in networking. Uh, I'm sure it happens in the cloud all the time. Uh, but try to break your stuff first, and that way you can quickly rebuild anything that you uh, you happen to take down in the real world. So I have plenty of experience on breaking my own network. So. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, I, you know, with that, you now know what to do and what not to do. So it, you know, so no, so no experience is ever, is ever lost. Right. Like no. there's something that you don't want to happen, but when they do happen, you know, you, you can, you can take something from it because now you know how to, how to better manage that right. situation. So. Yeah. Yeah. So it, again, like, yeah, lab, lab it up as much as you can and you will break stuff and then you will learn from, from your experience. And then when you do learn something new, uh, the ability to teach. So um, like if I can learn it, do it, and then be able to explain it to someone who's never done it before, then then I feel the most confident. Like I think that's the the highest level of of achievement when it comes to whether it be IT or cybersecurity. Like when you can when you can break it down. Like uh, so right now I, I teach at the collegiate level. But before then, like just being in the military, like that's what you do. So you learn something, you pass it down. You learn something new, you pass it down. Or you write a standard operating procedure, or you write a, a TTP uh, tactics, techniques, and uh, procedures. Like you you are always in the uh, the learning and then passing it down phase because you have to you have to replace like you have to you have to basically build the next person up in line like because what could happen like I could have to go somewhere I have to deploy you know God forbid something were to happen to me like I need to make sure the next person is able to do it uh, and then that just followed me through to now where I I, I teach so um, that's my my class she was a psychology major had nothing to do with IT and I was teaching an IT fundamentals class. And I would just have to change the way I uh, pursued uh, the the agenda because like the people who had IT experience would absorb it quickly. But in her case, she's very intelligent, but she's just not techie. So I had to be able to, to, to you know, make it more practical. And I think if you could do that, that, that's like when you see the light bulb turn on, somebody learns something new, you're just like, yeah, I got it. Like, I, yeah. I understand what I'm trying to teach because they now understand what I, what I taught them. Yeah, there's that there's that factor of just being able to find a way to relate to information. And if you can relate to information, then now you 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 then have a tool that you can use to help someone else learn how to relate to information. Yeah. If that if that makes sense cuz I think a lot of times because you you hear about you hear about transferable skills, you know, you you know, for you know, for people who are coming from different different careers, totally unrelated careers, or at least as how they perceive it. But the skills, those skills themselves that are transferable is what makes it, is what makes two contrasting careers relatable. It's the, it's those, it's the skills within. Um, and I, I kind of, I kind of lost my, my, my point. I was, I was so, so excited to, to talk about that, but, yeah. um, oh, okay. So it, it's almost, it's, it's like, no experience is ever really lost. No. Um, again, if you can, if you can find a, a way to take something that you've done 
and related to IT and cybersecurity, that kind of helps different concepts to kind of stick. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because like uh, like with you and Tish and probably millions of other people, we all have relatable experiences that that go right into cybersecurity. Like for you, when it comes to um, information systems and uh, uh, perimeter defense or intrusion detection systems and things of that nature, like you've you've worked around those things or you've you've applied certain skills to those things, and now full circle, you're able to to do it on cyber side as well. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, because like, you, you, you mentioned something uh, off camera uh, about forensics, like, so like, that's a relatable skill, like you, you did some of that on the outside before you got into cyber, right? Now, that's actually, so, so, I, I, you know, actually, let me, let me kind of rewind back, like, at the time that I was working in the, in the federal government, as a contractor, I probably didn't even, it probably didn't dawn on me that I was, that I was doing things that were relatable or even discussed in the cybersecurity space because during that time, you know, as far as I was concerned, I wasn't working in a cybersecurity space. However, I was doing things that I later discovered um, were actually affiliated and, and talked about and are ongoing in the cybersecurity space, even though it was in this environment of the federal government and you know being a cctv operator like i think that's that's that was the other thing that was kind of encouraging about it like maybe perhaps i was doing things at the time not knowing that the cybersecurity space incorporated those things yeah definitely and with you actually working for the federal government like it might be something you might want to look into uh, when it comes to uh, job entry. So like, like when I was talking to Tish, like 8570 is like the holy grail, right? Like in order to touch a DOD network, you have to have 8570 qualifications. So uh, your, your tier ones are your um, uh, ITF plus, your net plus, your A plus, your tier twos are your, your SEC plus, your CYSA, your CCNA security. Uh, your tier threes are like your, your CISPs and, and uh, I, I, CISM and all that good stuff as well. So you you already have a certification. You already have previous federal experience. It may be something you want to uh, look into, like uh, either through Glassdoor or through um, uh, LinkedIn Jobs. Just type in your social and then, or not social, <laughs> type in your zip code. There you go. Type in your zip code and 8570 and you'll see stuff pop up for uh, companies that require the certification in order to do the work they do with the government. So you, you already have a leg up on some people. So another question, do you, do you have any interests that aren't necessarily, they aren't necessarily IT interests, but they are like hobbies or things outside of your, outside of your world of IT that you do, that you still feel tie into the IT space for you? Like, So a, a lot of them are, are like one-to-one correlations because I've been so so uh, enveloped in, in cyber for so long, right? So like podcasting can be done without cyber, but my, my podcast has everything to do with cyber. Uh, but I enjoy it. Like I like talking to people. I like networking. Uh, I'm pretty 
introverted outside of this, but like I, I love this because uh, uh, it's 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 like talking about somebody about sports to me. Like that's how it feels. Like I'm a big Bills fan, right? So I'm from Buffalo. I'm a big Bills fan. Like you want to talk about Bills, talk about the Bills. But this also feels very similar. Like okay, you want to talk about certain certifications or certain domains. Like I, I feel that passion about it. Uh, I play video games. Uh, been been playing since I can remember. Like Carmen San Diego and the Apple IIe <laughs> or Mavis Beacon. You know what I mean? Like um, uh, I'm trying to think outside of cyber. Uh, I I work out a lot, so every day I'm I'm trying to do something with strength and in in uh, running. So I run almost every single day. Um, I try to put in a good forty, fifty, sometimes sixty miles a month. Um, cause it helps me clear my head. Right. I can think about anything else while I'm on that treadmill, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, but usually they got, there's a TV up, right. Cause I'm running indoors. So I'm, I'm usually watching something, uh, that they're playing on TV, but, uh, I just like, I like get burning energy before work. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, I read a lot of, uh, sci-fi so, or listen. So I, I say read, but I usually listen to audiobooks. Uh, but like sci-fi is my thing uh, right now. I'm listening to uh, Stephen King's The Institute. It's got my my interest, so I've been listening to that. Um, watching a bunch of uh, like Picard is one of my my uh, <laughs> my shows. Is my jam on uh, Paramount Plus or whatever. Uh, and then there's a couple on Apple uh, Foundation and um, Invasion. So I like I like sci-fi. Oh, yeah, invasion. Horror. Invasion. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Uh, a lot of that type of stuff, uh, anything Marvel, I'm, I'm down for. So I'll watch all that stuff. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. You got you to gotta watch uh, Shang-Chi. You got to watch that. I did, yeah. Oh, yeah. man, yeah, yeah. Because uh, so I'm, I'm on, I, I work on a base. Uh, I live on a base, I should say. So like the, there's a theater. So I actually got to see it in theater uh, while I was here, which was great. Um, so just regular old nerd man, anime, video games, comics. Well, you know so I so I, I was I was asking that question because I don't I don't know if you I don't know if you've experienced this, but for me, you know, ever since like I said, ever since doing the boot camp and, and thereafter, it's like I kinda I kinda I kinda look at certain things a little differently. Like if gotcha. there's a move if there's a movie that has a scene where, you know, someone's trying to, you know, right. uh crack some code or or they're actually in the process of encrypting some code. You know, you know, it, it's it's like when you see scenes like that, yeah. you you kind of look at them differently. Yeah, it's like, sometimes it's like nails on chalkboard. Like try try watching Hackers. Like you remember uh, watching Hackers? Like try watching it now. <laughs> like, like, I, like I went, like I went, I went all the way back. I was watching. Um, I remember watching. Um, was it War? It was War Games. War Games. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like. I was so, I was so fascinated by it because at the time we're talking, you know, we're talking like the eighties, right. You know, so it's like the, 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 the technology that was being used at the time was like, at the time it was like the state of the art, you know, thing to use. And it just, it's, it's just fascinating because it's not state of the art now. Like it's, it's absolutely like obsolete pretty much technology has involved, but so it's like I, I just I just find myself like looking at certain things different, like scenes where there's you know programming involved or espionage is happening. It's like okay, what what you know what what technologies are they using? Like what's the what's the what's the storyline? Like 
I find myself watching those kinds of little things a little a little differently. And then like now, it's it's almost as if if I'm not if I'm not watching something that can remotely teach me, then it's just it just feels like a waste of time. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's, that's that comes with the uh, the passion. So like like uh, you're drawn to things that you're passionate about. So like like cyber is like your that's 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 your baby right now, right? So you're always going to be driven towards that in some regard, which is good. Uh, I, I would say over time it won't it won't not be your passion, but you will find things to get you out of that mindset. Uh, so you don't feel like it's consuming all of your, your time. So that, that will come, but that, that won't be for years. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah. Cause it, there's, cause there's like a, there's like a, uh, like an anxiousness. It's like, if I'm not, if I'm not in front of the computer trying to figure out how to make sense of something, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm doing something else, if, I, if I'm trying to sit and watch TV, like it doesn't have the same feel because in the back of my mind I'm thinking, and let me let me go i want to go i want to go figure out how to i want to yeah. figure out github like i want to figure out how to better manage my repositories you know maybe right. i need i need to build you know i need to i need to work on my python like i i'm th- i'm thinking about those things in the back of my head if, if i'm if i'm doing something else that's just not yeah worth my time i'm thinking about how i could be spending my time doing this this and this that's right. kind of how my mind's been working here lately. It's like, if I'm not learning something that's worthwhile, and I'm not doing something that's just not worthwhile, that which I am doing is just it, it's even it's even more less significant. Right, right. That makes so sense. I, I would I would warn you, like uh, nothing wrong with that. Uh, you have to sometimes disengage only because uh, like nowadays I feel guilt sometimes when I'm not studying or learning something new. So like, it's like, okay, let me enjoy this uh, PS5. I just bought my son, sit here and play this video game. And then like you're 20 minutes into it, you're just like, ah, I should be studying something. <laughs> you have to learn. Like it, it, it's something that, especially during the pandemic, oh man, like you have all this, uh, not not necessarily free time, but you have all of this more efficient time, right? So I was still doing work during the pandemic, but I was able to multitask. Uh, so I'm, you know, I'm doing work, um, I'm attending meetings, but I can also have another screen up and I can study. And then oh, now I'm back, I'm right back into it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But when do you disengage? Uh, you just have to find some time to to do that as well. Like you know, uh, and my thing is the treadmill. Like every morning. Like, I don't care what is going on. I don't care if I wake up late. <laughs> but like, now nah, I need to hurry up and get on the treadmill. Uh, just so I can burn some of the energy off before I get get to the uh, through the door. Because uh, when I was back in the States, that was the um, the um, commute. So I'd have an hour, hour and a half commute back home. That's how I disengaged. That gave me time to unwind from the eight, nine hours of, of work I had to deal with to when I got home so I can, you know, enjoy time with my family. It was that that car ride. Uh, but again, I had to make myself listen to audiobooks because I would like, now I'm listening to this podcast about, <laughs> you know, something like whether it be cloud or PMP or something like that. But I'm like, no, 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 that's me still studying. <laughs> and let me listen to the Stephen King book real quick so I can disengage just just for an hour. Get that time back. Mm-hmm. Um. Is there anything that still 
Is there anything that still overwhelms you from a IT cybersecurity perspective, even though you have you have a wealth of experiences and 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 educations? Mm-hmm. Is there still anything, or has there ever been anything that's just still that was still just overwhelming um, to you in, in any in any way, shape, or form? And if so, so how how did you kind of work through that? Got you. So it kind of goes back to what you were saying. Like after you finish your security plus, you now had awareness, right? You can see a little bit further. You can see how much you don't know that, that great expanse of just the void you need to fill with information because cybersecurity is ever expanding. There's always going to be something new. Uh, I get that sometimes it's like staring into the abyss. <laughs> You're like, the more I'm aware of I, what I do know, the more I know what I, I'm trying to figure out how to say it. The more awareness I become begin to have, the more I know what I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like I need to absorb more information. Like, cause it's just there's I will never know enough is is kind of the problem. And I have awareness of it now. Um, but the other one is imposter syndrome. So uh uh like, <laughs> yeah. um like this helps me, like having this conversation. Like uh, talking to you, um, and not not to be boastful or to to brag on myself, but just to to let some of it out. Like like anything I can share with you, and then again, it's like that uh, that teachable moment, right? Like I may be able to just say something that you didn't think about, or a different perspective that you're not looking at, and I see the light bulb cut on, right? That makes me feel better, not in a glo- gloating type of way, but just like right. okay. I do know something, <laughs> right? Right. Like, whether it be the experience or the book knowledge or what have you, like I, I get a lot of that out of my system through networking, through LinkedIn, through the podcast. Uh, it makes me feel better about what I do know, uh, knowing that I don't know everything. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you could easily come on the, on the show and and stump me, and I'd be like, you know what? It's a complete blind spot. I don't know how that works, but we can kind of talk through it. And then, uh, you know, we can get to some level of resolution to kind of give you the answer you're looking for. But when when I nail it, I'm just like, you know what? All right. Today was a good day. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I mean, imposter syndrome is always going to be there, though. This is. It's just it's just part it's just part of it. Like. Mm-hmm. The reason why the reason why I asked that, because someone like me who is still in his infancy, you know, you know, as it as it pertains to trying to move into actually working and functioning officially in the cybersecurity space. Right. Like I want, I just wonder, I just wonder what are some of the thoughts of someone who I would consider being a seasoned professional, you know, if you still have some of those, those thoughts or you, you know, or do you still encounter like those, those, those brief moments of where there are still some things that are overwhelming for you um, yeah. and how do you and how do you you know how do you work through it yeah yeah exactly I, I mean it's i think that's with every every career field right like some sometimes uh, i'll come to a room and people say something and i have no clue what they're talking about i'm just like that acronym didn't hit quite right you know what i mean like so uh you i for me i just i'm, I'm humble about it like hey i don't know exactly what that is can you explain it to me some people will try to learn through context. I, I try it sometimes, but if, if I'm not getting it, hey, I need to ask you questions because like, I'm more, I'll be more um, mortified by trying to sound smart mm-hmm. and, and coming off dumb than just, just admitting like, hey, I'm not quite grasping what you're putting down. 
And then typically when they break it down, they're like, oh, okay, that's similar to this, or that's like that, or, oh, I, didn't, I never caught it that before. Because um, there's every acronym has three, four meanings. So you, you run into somebody who would be talking about something totally different. You'd be like, I not tracking what you're saying. <laughs> like that, that is not how I use that acronym. Um, so it, it's, it's, it's about humility. Like you, I, I, I see it sometimes as very, it's a very small pocketed community, but people will come off very arrogant and they are very intelligent. Don't, don't get me wrong, but that the pride comes before the fall. Like if you don't know something, let people know you don't know something. Right. It's not going to damage you. You know what I mean? Like just like, Hey, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not quite grasping what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think that's probably like, that's probably like your best, your best defense, if you will, is just to, you know, it's just to say, Hey, I've, I've heard of that. I've, I've had some exposure to that, but I'm not as versed in it to the degree that I would like to be, to be able to, you know, truly like engage in this conversation with you. So I, I may need some time to kind of go back and revisit. And, and understand or I might need your help to kind of help me soak this up and 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 understand it so like I said I'm still like I'm I'm still in my infancy right now and there's there's so many different things that I'm interested in but um yeah I I, I think I think that I think that for me if I lay my transparency out there I'm just like hey I I don't I don't quite know I've I've heard that I think yeah. that would be like one of the one of the wisest things that I could do for myself is just to lay it after that. No, I don't quite know just yet. Yeah, and I think people appreciate that vulnerability. You know what I mean? Like whether it be from a leadership standpoint, like every now and then I have somebody who works for me ask me or, or ask me something. I'm like, I I don't know what the answer is, but I will go find it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same thing comes comes uh, earlier on in your career. Like you will be googling a lot of things, so, <laughs> <laughs> and that will last you a lifetime. <laughs> When, so, <laughs> so, so when that, so when, when that was, was, was mentioned during the boot camp, I was just like, oh, wow. It, it kind of, it kind of took some weight off my shoulder. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be expected to just know everything because who just knows everything. Right. So it's like, wow, if, if people, if people who are teaching me right now in this boot camp who are currently working in the field, if they're finding a they're finding themselves having to like Google some stuff and, and, and ask around and things like that. It's like, okay, maybe this won't be so bad after I don't have to worry about necessarily trying to go it alone in a, in a, in a sense. So that's, that's comforting. Yeah. Yeah. Google Reddit, um, all the above, like you'll join forums. So uh, I'm I'm in a a bunch of different groups. Uh, And then I I just ask those questions like, Hey, you know, I ran to, have you ever run into this before? Or you know, like what what product are you using to monitor this? Um, you're gonna you're gonna always be expanding your network, always asking those questions. Um, is just nothing wrong with it. Like I, I, again, there's some people who who feel like they they can't um, show vulnerability or weakness. Um, and and when it comes to IT or cybersecurity, like you're not gonna know everything. It's just too big. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about. Uh, Right. And like, as we're talking, like my mind is just racing on different things to ask and yeah. ask and, and, and share and, and things like that. And so I think about like, if you, did you, if you, I don't know if you grew up playing sports or anything like that, but if you've ever played like, you know, uh, team sports and, and things like that, like 
no one person that I know of can just do everything like you can right. accomplish so much with with the, with the team. But being 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 in the military, you know that you need you need your entire unit to get an objective accomplished, right? Right. Um. So. So to know that that to know that that similar um, philosophy exists in cybersecurity as well, like that's 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 also that's also helpful because no, like there's too much information for any one person you right. know, to know. So to be able to to be able to go to someone and say, hey, like I don't I don't know about this, um, I don't know how to quite you know handle this situation. What what do you think? You know that's. That's also comforting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, you know, you still do your research and whatnot, which which you can, but there's only so much you can sometimes gra- gather from from Google. Like sometimes you will hit something, you'll be the first one to ask that question. <laughs> you'll be like, no one's asked this before. Um, but then you know you have to rely on your SMEs uh, or who are just people who just have more experience than you. They've they've been doing it for longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, this doesn't necessarily mean they're smarter; they just have way more experience. Um, and those are the people who then break off some of that knowledge like oh, okay you could do this or you could try did you try doing that um it, it i think it's an awesome community um like uh especially with the expansion because you have so many different people coming from so many different backgrounds now like just the the amount of information sharing is just crazy right now if you could give yourself i know i know the advice that i would i would I know the advice that I would give myself, given all that I've experienced up to this point. But what advice would you give yourself if you could go back to like any age of your younger self? Like, okay. what advice would you would you give? Man, because I kind of want to change uh, anything. To be honest with you, because I've been I've been blessed beyond beyond. Uh, like when you look back on the different steps, like the things you wanted to do and you just couldn't figure out why you couldn't do them, like you felt defeated. And then you look at which, where you're at now and you're like, oh, that that was a, a life lesson. I learned something there. Um, I, I had that throughout my entire career because I mean, I could have got out years ago and, and gone the uh, psychology route, but I don't think I'll be as fulfilled uh, as I am now. Or if I had gotten out, I would have missed out like um, over the past three years i've been to seven different countries and got to live in the two of them three of them i'm in my third country now and i gotten out 10 years ago it would never happen right mm-hmm. um but if i if i had to do anything i would say i would tell myself to be more disciplined when it came to math um it's something i hated since forever since since timetables <laughs> <laughs> uh and it and it, it doesn't it, it as an adult where I'm at right now, it doesn't make sense to me. Like it's, it's something that like, there's only one right answer. All you gotta do is just learn the formula and get to the right answer. But I fought it so hard uh, growing up that uh, I felt as though it closed a lot of doors for me. So like not a computer science major anymore, which I think is a good thing because <laughs> I want to know where I'm at. But uh, there's a few other things that like programs and things like that I could not apply for because my, my math scores were so uh, atrocious. And uh I look back now, I was like, if I had just put more time in, uh, in, in uh, middle school and high school, like how much could I have learned? How much more disciplined would I have been when I got to the point I am now? 
but again, I'll be changing things. So that, that's the thing. That's the crazy thing, right? I think, I think I'm supposed to be where I'm at right now. Uh, and the only way to get there would be to go on the path that I went. Uh, Cause I had, like, when I was in, in middle school, I wanted to be an uh, architect. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's a huge departure from where I'm at right now. Uh, and it's thankfully because of the major I shouldn't have been in, enlisting, uh, stay, sticking with it for uh, almost two decades. And now I'm here. Now I feel really um, confident, not comfortable. Cause like you, like you alluded to before, like if like that's, I, I want to be uncomfortable. I want to, I want that growth. That's where you get growth at is when you're uncomfortable. So I'm, I'm, I jumped on this podcast and I um, started pursuing different um, uh, certifications. And now I'm going through some uh, uh, entrepreneur classes because um, that makes me feel uncomfortable. Like working for somebody else, that's cool. If they fail, I find another job. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I, if I start my own business and that fails, I got a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, yeah. that makes me uncomfortable. So, you know what I mean? I'm trying to learn as much as I can to see if that's even a viable thing in the future. Yeah. And um there's there's like for me, just just in looking back over the past, like I said, the past year, um, you know, past year, 13, 13, 14 months, um, there was a point where I remember I was I was I was at my desk and I'm working inside this I'm working inside this 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 beautiful building, huge glass windows, natural scenery on the other side, especially when the sun is shining in and everything. I just remember I I just remember having this feeling like this this moment of like like this is this is great but if I'm being honest with myself, and I'm just, I'm kind of, I'm kind of talking in my head right now. Right. It's like, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm being honest with myself, can I see myself like retiring from this place? And I couldn't, I couldn't see my, I couldn't see my future in that, in that place. And, and it's, it's so, it's so interesting because, and it's nothing against, it's nothing against the organization that I was that I was working for. It's nothing nothing right. against them, but it's just like me just taking in a self evaluation of where I am and kind of where my mind envisions me being, you know, beyond this. Right. And it was just it was it was such a strange. I guess I shouldn't say strange. It was just how things unfolded in the months after that and you know sometimes a situation beyond what you know has to push you out yeah it has to push you out and make you uncomfortable because like i said had i not you know had i not um had i not been put in a position to where i either choose to stay under these circumstances or I volunteer to or I volunteer to resign which was a whole new experience for me like I'd never faced that before but it was it was a gift in a sense of it put me in a place to force myself to learn something different 
And so I'm thankful for that discomfort because that discomfort, you know, ultimately led me to, you know, be invited to come on and talk on a podcast. Um, it's, it's, it's allowed me to be curious about learning different things about cybersecurity. It's allowed me to network and build connections with different people. Um, and it's, it's, it's not something that I can, you know, I, I'm thankful for it. I'm right. thankful for it. Sometimes, sometimes we need that. We need that discomfort. We need that unfortunate. We need that unfortunate turn in circumstances to get us to where we need to be. And then at the end of the day, wherever we are, it's still up to us to do our part to, to, to make certain things happen to an extent. You know, there's, there's, there's things that we can do that we can control. And then there's things that we have to be aware of that we can't control. Yeah. But what do we focus on? We focus on the things that we can do, you know, and let everything else take care of itself. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. And, and luckily it brought you, you know, here. Like now you've got a, a new, new passion. You got something to, to look forward to every day because you're going to be learning something new every day. And that, that's, that's also awesome about it. Like I literally learn something new every day. Uh, whether it be through actual work or through uh, through study or just even just reading, you know, like, like, okay, I didn't even know you could do that. Like, um, especially with all the attacks that have recently been happening. Like, oh, I didn't even know you could do that. <laughs> That's something I look out for now. Yeah, it was, it was like a, I think, I think at the time that I was in my boot camp, it was like a historical time to be in a boot camp because like while we're, you know, while we're studying and, and learning about cybersecurity, like I remember, like the Solar Winds attack, like happened. Yeah. Like, wow, this is like perfect timing. Like we're sitting here, like you know, in the in the very early stages of learning about cybersecurity, and here we here it is, an actual real life event yeah. occurs. And then, like what back in back in May, we had the uh, uh, Colonial Pipeline. Mm -hmm. I mean. And that was right here. That was that was here in Houston. Like that was that was huge. Like, right. you know, so there's, you know, so there's, you know, real use cases going on right there, like right there before your eyes as you're as you're trying to learn about, you know, the, 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 the space of cybersecurity. Yeah. Yeah. And you have the awareness to actually understand what's happening as well. You know what I mean? Like, so it, it flew over a lot of people's uh, heads because it's not their thing. Like, so they, they, they're just wondering why they can't get gas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, for what? Or you know what I mean? like, there's now there's a chip shortage and uh, all that stuff because the pandemic. Like, you don't necessarily correlate the two, right? Like, so why, why can't I get a PS5? Because <laughs> mm -hmm. well, of all this stuff, because of a virus. You're like, really? <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it, it's 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 it is a crazy time to be uh, to to be like you say. You call it your infancy. I, I don't I don't see it that way. I think you, you're you're far beyond what you believe you are. Um, but you are, you know, new, new to the game. So it is a great time for you to be in it uh, and, and getting those experiences because you have people who've been in it for decades scratching their head like, I didn't even know that was possible. <laughs> mm -hmm. but, but here it is. It's, it's, it's happened to us. So now you have to think like, what does the future look like? And that changes training pipelines. So like this person who is far beyond now has to figure out ways to train people who are starting out <laughs> like, like this is how the game has changed now. This is what you need to be on the lookout for. So again, ever evolving. So 
Um, do you have any particular people that you stay in contact with who, where it's kind of like a iron sharpens iron kind of kind of relationship? Like, do you have any like like a handful of people or that person like that you have that professional camaraderie with that kind of helps you to guess to uh, that kind of helps you in your career? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, so um, being in the military, like we, you always have uh, uh, extended family, right? So you have people you meet, uh, it could be like for a short period of time or a long period of time, whatever, but the, the military will find a way to break y'all apart. <laughs> so you have to stay in contact with that person. When you come back together, it's like you never left. Um, uh, for me right now, it's it's definitely Shannon Levon, my co-host, uh, which we're in all different time zones, right? Like they're back in the States, One's on the West Coast, the other one's in Mountain Time. I think it's Mountain Time. Um, we met in Virginia a decade ago, right? Mm-hmm. So we, like, those were the people I reached out to first when I wanted to do the podcast. I was like, you know what? This is an idea I have. I'm currently in quarantine because <laughs> I travel from overseas. I travel from stateside overseas. I'm losing my mind in this hotel room. Let me call them up and see if they have time to talk to me. And then that's what the podcast was born out of. Um, when it comes to business and, and moves like that, I have uh, Jeffrey Lodick. Um, he's also from Buffalo, but I met him in the military uh, five, six years ago. Like phenomenal dude. Uh, I, I find myself using his quotes all the time. He's a, most, a motivational speaker. He's Army. I'm Air Force. So, <laughs> so like the, the different mindsets coming to play all the time. Like he's somebody I look up to and I, I seriously ask questions like, you know, I'm thinking about making this move. I'm thinking about doing this with the podcast. I'm thinking about doing that. Uh, he's, he's, he's always like 15 steps ahead. Like he's always doing something great. So as somebody I'm, I'm, you know, uh, I don't like to say chasing, but I, I, I see him making moves. And I'm like, I want to go in that direction. Um, but yeah, like I mean, people I, I run into on LinkedIn, man, like, like I'm going to stay in contact with you now because I want to know your journey, right? I want to know Tish's journey. Like I, I want to see what what moves you guys are making. Uh, or on the other side of the, of the firewall, I have uh, Chelsea Pierre. You know, she's an entrepreneur. I have uh, Aisha Holland. She's an entrepreneur. Um, uh, Gabe Davis. He works for SZA and he's doing phenomenal big things, right? So I keep in touch with all these people, and uh, I think it helps balance me out. Um, and then you know, make moves or do collaborations, like you know. Like you, you may want to, you know, do something in uh, audio video in the future, or you might be, you might be a, a person who writes blogs and stuff like that. Like, oh, you know, I want to see what, what, uh, what James is doing. You know what I mean? Like I was, he's making moves right now. Uh, and depending on your career path, like, like you might, you might open the door for me. <laughs> like, well, hey, I mean, hey, I mean, me on. <laughs> well, well here's, and see, that's, I think that's, I think that's the other thing because for me, like, I've been the recipient of so many, um, of so much good fortune of other people just kind of doing things on my behalf. And it's like, man, and, and someone that it's like, it's almost like you want to, you want to repay all those who have kind of come before you or have done things, you know, just to kind of help you along the way. Like you kind of want to just do it like on this, you want to do something on this big, big scale to kind of pay it forward. Like, like, um, I wrote about a buddy of mine who who paid it forward on my behalf to kind of help me. I shouldn't even say kinda, but he paid it forward on my behalf, which financially it allowed me to 
retake the exam, the security plus. Okay. And and that and that was that was huge for me. Like I don't think I know for me, like I'll never be able to say I've 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 accomplished things and done things by myself. Like I had to have I had to have that coach to 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 show me how to work out. I had to have that teacher to educate me on on you know the fundamentals of reading, writing, and, and arithmetic. You know, I had to have um, that coworker that showed me how to do this. I had to have that manager who gave me this feedback. Like all those things contribute to the development of of who I am and 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 where I am and where I want to go. So it's to 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 be able to to be able to pay it pay it forward in, in, in some regard, like that's, that's huge. Um, and like I said, I've just been the recipient of like so many different people giving, um, giving me chances, giving me feedback, um, showing me how to do certain things, right? different things. Um, and that includes, you know, family, friends, you know, past coworkers, total strangers, like it's like it's it's huge, it's it's huge, and I'm I'm I've just been fortunate. I've just been fortunate, and I continue to be fortunate. So, yeah, that's that's good. That's good that you recognize it, right? Because uh, some people are like, "Yeah, I did it. I did this. Pull myself up by my bootstraps." And you're like, see, no one helped you. <laughs> no, no one motivated you. Like, someone, nah, some, some, someone had to make those boots. I mean, you know, so you know, so. Right. Uh, so that's good. That's good that you recognize it, man. Because that's, that's for everybody, right? Every, yeah. Everybody, someone's helping you, right? So, like my big support systems, obviously my family, uh, my my wife and kids, um, but then my extended family, right? So I got you know hundreds of people I've met throughout the military where I, I run into them again, you know, on LinkedIn or assignments and stuff like that. And you're like, oh yeah, I remember, you know, such such that like we were on this team together, we did this together, we did this project together. Um, you know, we're always helping each other. Like as long as you keep that mentality moving forward. Uh, I, I think you do uh, phenomenal. Um, maybe you want to stay away from Twitter then. <laughs> <laughs> like the only, the only, the only social toxic media. Yeah. <laughs> the, the only social media I have right now is LinkedIn. It's like that's where my time is spent. <laughs> and then link, LinkedIn is is by far the most positive out of all of them. So I definitely say uh, continue continue to stay in that one. Um, and then just just talk to people. Like just yeah. just hit them up. And uh, you'd be surprised. Like some people want to sell you stuff that happens. You'd be like, ah, oh, I don't want to buy nothing. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, I just, I just go delete. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know that person. Yeah. yeah. But the the majority of people just want to just want to have a conversation, find out where, what you, what you do, how you do it. And then maybe you can use it in network, right? Push, push and pull type situation. So. Yeah. It's like, uh, there's, there's, uh, like there's people that I've exchanged numbers with that I still need to give a call just you know, just to, just to have a conversation with them. Yeah. Um, and, I, and like, is, I think one of, one of the other things is like when someone reaches out to me because they've seen a post where I referenced passing the security plus, and then they, they'll, they'll reach out to me to ask me just tips like, or, mm-hmm. or, or advice or just, you know, my thoughts. It's like, really? Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm glad you thought you thought enough of me to even ask me like I'm, you know, I'm still I'm just starting out. But yeah. but but it's also Yeah. And so you know like I I appreciate that. 
Um, because my my ultimate goal or the main thing I really just care about is I just want to be helpful. Yeah. If I if I can be if I can be helpful, that's that's like that makes it that makes it all the better. Um. So when people when people reach out to me to get my advice, like what like what um what tools did you use? What what resources do you recommend? How did you know? How did you study? How how do you feel about the exam? And you know, just just little just little simple things like that. Just being able to engage someone because someone thought enough of me to even ask me. Like that's that's a, that's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It's and it's it, it's meaningful. It means a lot. Right. Yeah, definitely. So just keep that up. I'm telling you, it's going to take you far. Like you, you, you will definitely be surprised or not. You know what I mean? Like, uh, cause you said like you have awareness that people have helped you, you've helped people. So it's the same, same thing. Uh, you just need to like you, well, that is you need to uh, broaden your network, but you will through by just by being a member of, of LinkedIn, you will broaden your network. People will reach out to you. Like you said, cause you're, you're moving, you've, you've moved up several rungs of that ladder, right? So there's somebody behind you who is just like, how'd you get up there? <laughs> mm-hmm. hey um, let me let me let me tell you what let me tell you what i did this may not work for you but let me share with you what i did yeah right so yeah that's that's phenomenal uh so any any other questions um i can't think of anything right off the top um that's fine i, I know i know i want to give a quick shout out to, to tish i want i want i want to i want to shout her out yeah. <laughs> on, on on my interview segment, I want to shout her out for 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 referencing me to you. And then I want to just say thank you for for having me on. Like I'm so excited to talk. I was so nervous to talk to you. Um not not necessarily to you, but just to be on the podcast, yeah. but at the same time I'm thankful because I'm thankful that you have this platform where you can help people and allow people to kind of talk about themselves, talk about their journey and just be a part of what you're doing. And then hopefully, you know, um, you know, it's able to help somebody else and and like, which is the goal at the end of the day. Right. So definitely. Yeah. um, So thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, definitely. No, thank you for, for, uh, for coming, man. And same, same thing. So shout out, shout out to Tish. Like it was, it was because of her uh, non-question, like, uh, (laughs) She she was like uh, I forget how we uh, connected. I think she reached out to me, and I was like, "Yeah, ask me a question." She was like, "No, I want a conversation." So, and that's where this came yeah, from, right? Yeah, it felt like something was missing from from the show. Like I just people would send me questions, and I'm just talking to the void. You don't get that 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 connection. I don't see that light bulb cut on. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I do like this a lot better. Um, and now I, it's it's from both ends. So the other side of the firewall, and for those of of you who listen to that show, uh, we get people who are already in those C suite. Uh, senior level positions like that's me like what did you do to get up there and then we could bring that down to uh to people who look like us so they can know like hey we only make up nine percent but here are the people who are in those positions and here's what they did uh and now from the other side right so from uh from ask assist p now i get to ask people who are trying to break in so i'm like man that's, i'm balanced now <laughs> yeah <laughs> came full circle yeah and, and like in like in this I think in this day and time, and especially for those of us who are who are new, if there's anything that we can, if there's anything that we can be attached to that is truly tangible for us, yeah. whether it be a conversation on a podcast, or whether it be that actual, you know, solid response from an employer or a recruiter, yeah. um, you know, 
anything that we can get that's that's tangible that you know because we're just we're just looking to get some help we're 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 looking we're looking to grab for anything that will help us to gain traction and I absolutely believe that that's what your platform provides yeah um from the ask of c i s s p it provides something that's tangible it provides traction for those of us who are trying to get in so um again you know thank you for 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 such a platform yeah no i, I appreciate it uh so I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and and land this plane uh thank you again for uh for coming so everybody uh, definitely hit up james carol the third uh he'll, he'll share his details with you i definitely have a description in the uh in the in or have his links in the description uh of the uh the video uh, look for for uh, more breakouts from this episode. So I'll I'll break some of the Q and A down uh, and push those out later on in the uh, the weeks to come. The holidays are coming, and I, I don't plan on working, so <laughs> so I'm gonna chop all those up now so I can push them out uh, during the holiday period. Um, but yeah, if you uh, you have a question for me and you uh, don't want to be on the show, just go ahead and send me your question. I can I can answer on the show or in a different video because um, I'm, I'm always down to help. Uh, if you do want to be on the show, hit me up. Uh, obviously, I gotta I gotta talk to you first to make sure you're not crazy, <laughs> and, then, and then we can record. Uh, so far, I'm I'm bad in a hundred, <laughs> no crazy people. Um, but no, that, that's what the platform is definitely for. Uh, hopefully, this helps you in in the future. Uh, LinkedIn is a living resume, and now you have even more content to put on it, right? So that's what we're going for. Um, everybody, continue to like, share, subscribe. Continue to tune in. Definitely listen to the other side of the firewall. Uh, this week is uh, another banger. We have uh, Aisha Hollins on uh, for Wednesday discussion. And uh, me and Levon are running solo for the first time, I think, maybe ever, because uh, Shannon wasn't feeling well. So look out for, uh, for this week's episodes. And uh, stay safe, stay secure. All right. Thanks, Ryan.